This podcast explores explicit and adult-themed content. If discussions of sex or male bondage offend you, or if you are under the age of 18, you should not continue listening to this episode or future episodes of The Bondage Gaze. By continuing to listen, you acknowledge that you are at least 18 years old and aren't offended by discussions of male bondage, sex, pornography, or other kinds of content with sexual themes. Hey guys, welcome to The Bondage Case. I'm Sammy. And I'm Nat. And we are here once again with Mr. Alberto. Hola, again. Hey dude, thanks for coming back. Um, what is an ultimate bondage fantasy of yours? I don't know. Like, honestly, I got to make so many of my fantasies, like uh, the bondage camp. Uh, my first fantasy uh, of all was to try a straight jacket, and that came so easily. On my second year in Madrid, like, oh, wow, so this is it. I need a new fantasy. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know. I'm really into stuff involving more people. Like the bondage camp was a really great experience, but I want something with even more people, you know, like bondage hotel or something like that. (laughs) <laughs> also, when in Folsom, that was really cool to go to someone's room in a hotel and see the the corridors of the hotel full of king people wearing leather and rubber or king stuff. You know, <laughs> that gives your imagination so many ideas. Like, oh my god! <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know uh, more fantasies. I'm like, okay, I love, yeah, it's like, I love, like, the realism of it. Like, a lot of these fantasies are based on, like, very possible, like, tangible kinds of things. And, yeah. I mean, like, that's kind of what I was going for uh, with my amiable abduction series. I really haven't posted anything for that in months. Um, hmm. But, yeah, it's like, like, that was always something I liked doing with it is, like, making it kind of, I you know, in a certain sense, kind of, like, a boring, but I just want it to be, like, more of, like, you know, like, an experience that a kinkster would have. Um, with something like that i don't know if i posted it but i know there was one fantasy that involved like being at a kink event and basically just you know being like carried around and shit like you know like tied up and just like basically like an accessory and yeah like that was exactly my first day at Folsom. i got to the street for and i instantly got taped to a pole like okay this is how you're gonna spend your first hours here that's really hot yeah it was super fun and people got to touch you and make pictures with you or whatever and just you just can't do anything you know you just tape to a fucking pole in the middle of the street yeah full of kinky people around you you know that was super fun i need to go next year totally recommend Folsom guys when's Folsom? what month it's in uh september Ooh. i think yeah uh and it's like i say that like i'm gonna be out of the country by then <laughs> oh come on imagine you get the chance to go one time we talked about it oh yeah going there one year all together <laughs> to fall some just like sex doing an entrance like sex and the city all in one line <laughs> you know like yeah that will be fucking amazing sounds like a plan exactly let's make it happen maybe we'll do it for your 30th sorry we got a few years to plan <laughs> oh. <laughs> i mean because that would have to be like a huge fucking event so yeah i feel like that would take a lot of planning 
But no, that's great that you can't really think of a fantasy because you've lived them all out. Maybe a fantasy could be a night in with a night in in front of the TV. <laughs> <laughs> No, I feel like your fantasy would be like that you're a a Spider-Man type of superhero and instead of shooting webs, you shoot duct tape. Oh, that's my fantasy now too. Duct duct tape, man. (laughs) Oh, I love it. There's actually a superhero. It's not a superhero, it's a supervillain that gets against Spider-Man and his superpower is just shooting fucking duct tape out of his hands. (laughs) And that looks so silly in the comic, but then in King's Life, you think like, oh, that would be really useful. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you can create your own comic, like Kinkman or something. Oh, there was a challenge by an artist, by a kink artist. I can't remember the name of the account right now. Please forgive me. But it was really cool. Like, create your own kink uh, characters, and then he will put all the characters together in a really huge drawing. So I made two kink characters based on the Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. So they were the Scarlet Witch and Poop Silver. <laughs> and they were like rubber Scarlet Dominatrix that could put sex fantasies in your brain oh. and pull you through them. <laughs> and the Poop Silver was like Quicksilver, like a super fast puppy uh, boy with a roll of duct tape silver so he could tape everyone super fast like Quicksilver in the X-Men movie that's cool yeah I was thinking just some kind of superhero that could magically will these the bad guys into bondage <laughs> <laughs> kind of like Kevin's or bondage Japanese be careful what you wish for but with a superhero element to it oh yeah Okay, yeah, it's like I'm like that kind of makes sense because I I even remember you liked when I was doing the costume uh, Halloween costume ideas. Um, I remember you liking my Cruella idea of like of like you know like a dom or dominatrix like Cruella with um yeah with with a spotted pup. <laughs> oh yes, that's yeah, that's really cool. Like a leather Cruella with a really cool fancy leather outfit, and then having your puppy <laughs> with spots with a leash. Like, come on, <laughs> I want that coat. Give me another cigarette, darling. <laughs> but yeah, I need more kink Halloween ideas for next year. I'm, I'm now with the Christmas ideas for some pictures, but everyone turns to do the same shit. Like, let's put some lights, like if there are ropes, and get tied up under the tree. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, I mean, hit me up for idea. I'm like, I always have like ideas for shit like that. Like, well, I did mummification with a, with a Christmas ribbon on me. Is that so different enough? <laughs> I want to do modification with uh, pressing wrapping paper, you know, toilet paper and some color tape something so you're like a present ready for Christmas or something like that <laughs> but I want to make it in look like it's not the Simpsons episode you know ah uh, yeah yeah. I want it to look cool you know like tight and restraining not like it's gonna break at any moment like it's a pony inside of it or something well okay my favorite of my Halloween costume ideas was uh, the, the was the ghost one of like I mean because the guy that you know the guy that I've been playing with a lot like he like you know he likes like me like in suits and he likes using um you know like leather mitts and cuffs 
cuffs and chains and you know a head harness muzzle and like things like that and I mean that made me think of like a really cool ghost idea like of having all that but with like a sheet over me like you know with holes cut out for the eyes and stuff like that but like it just adds that like Christmas carol kind of flair with like the chains and and then especially like with the head harness thing there's a hook on top so like even the idea of like being hooked somewhere but just kind of like that like still kind of restrained with the sheet over me like okay might be something you have to try next Halloween <laughs> probably yeah then again why do you need Halloween just do it and... well I mean yeah and then I mean if we if, if we actually do like the calendar thing like idea that, that we're kind of throwing around I mean that that <laughs> could be an idea I have no idea how to do Easter bunny like uh, do I make like a rope bunny or something I don't know <laughs> maybe like it seems like it will be easy but i really have no fucking idea how to do it i mean you could do a play on like rope bunny like how that's like a term so you know maybe something with a lot of yeah, like i can have a basket but instead of eggs i have color ropes <laughs> so you just have to follow the color ropes i don't know yeah it's like maybe you could have like i don't know like a like a head harness muzzle and just like attach like bunny ears to it or oh yeah. Well, I like that now. Yeah, like a white sneaker in my face or something like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see it now. Mm-hmm. We'll get this conversation eventually. <laughs> yeah. By the way, guys, I just sent you a photo of my Christmas mummification. Oh, look at that ribbon. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. That's what I want to do, but with like color paper for presents or something, you know? Yeah. Like, okay, even like a fun thing would be like to do a sack type of thing, like, you know, like Santa's like sack, like some, you know, like a red, like kind of velvet sort of sack that just kind of covers up your body and, you know, like at, at some level of it. So you're like in a, you know, like in a bag. Like that wasn't the sack I was thinking of when you said Santa's sack. <laughs> <laughs> of course it wasn't. <laughs> but yeah, I, this year I was trying to find like a Christmassy, I was trying to think of a Christmassy type thing. I knew I wanted to use the green and red rope. That was the uh, green, and red. green and red tape that was the plan as soon as I bought that tape I went, yeah I'll do something with that for Christmas I just couldn't fucking figure out what it's like <laughs> we'll do mummification everyone loves mummification why not <laughs> and then I found that ribbon I don't know where that ribbon came from it's been sitting around a house for fucking five or six years I'm like yeah I'll use it so Albie what would you say is your favorite piece of gear I will say a roll of duct tape. Wow. You know, yeah, I guess a roll of duct tape is my favorite piece of gear. Like, it's useful for gags, for tying up. But then if we get to a particular piece of gear, I really like that face harness we talked about. Mm-hmm. Of course. I really, really can't wait to use it more on myself too, but also in others. And I also told you guys, like, my favorite piece of gear is one that I don't even have yet, but I have my eyes on it. Is this leather gag that covers all the mouth and the chin with this stuffing thing to get inside your mouth. Like, oh my God, that looks so great. Hopefully you can get your hand on it soon yeah i hope so like it will be really awesome to have it i tried it before thanks to some friends that have it so i know that i totally want it it will worth the money uh i don't really know where is it from i will have to ask friends again but yeah like it's my favorite piece of gear and i don't even have it yet (laughs) but it will be for a long time i'm sure (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then something I just thought of is so do you, I'm like since you like duct tape and you like smells and things like that like do you like the smell of duct tape oh of course I love it it's so good in the moment you rip it off it smells so good and when you're getting tape cut 
it gets so close to your nose, it's impossible not to smell it. And yeah, it kind of turns me on so much. Like it's like the starting of the of the taping, you know. So when you get that smell close to your face, even when you're blindfolded, you know what's coming. So yeah, it's really hard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not all the tapes. There are some tapes that are stinky as fuck because of the I don't know what's the war of the sticky thing. Adhesive? Yeah, exactly. Uh, because the it, it smells so bad. <laughs> and I especially if you get the cheap tapes, it has a really bad adhesive and uh sometimes the smell is just terrible. But if you get like uh brand tapes, uh, it really smells so good. Or like microphone, it smells really good. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it smells really good. No, yeah, it's like it, it's funny. It's like well, because with us talking about this, it even reminds me of um me doing the, uh, your gag request videos. I think that's how that's how I I learned that like microphone is a really good base layer. Um, like if you have a beard, like because I mean microphone by itself over a beard kind of sucks because it doesn't stick as well. Like when there's hair, but like when you put duct tape or something over that. Uh, yeah like it's 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 really effective and it's really good and then also it's a lot gentler when you rip everything off <laughs> yeah of course it's like the bed wrap that it's also really useful when you have beard uh, and you are afraid of getting your beard ripped off uh just use some bed wrap under it uh, and then you can just cover with duct tape and you will have your beard safe and your hair your facial hair will be totally safe okay also i think people it's really dramatic about it sometimes it's like come on it's not gonna rip your face off you know <laughs> oh no <laughs> It, it, it's so funny because with the guys I've played with recently, they're 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 shocked by how like how like they see me take tape off and how well I could like deal with the pain, and they're so like surprised. And I'm like, this is nothing. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely find the tape feels so much nicer on a clean shaven face or a face with just stubble. <laughs> when you're wearing the tape, I find it sticks more to the hair, and then you kind of move it a little bit, and it does pull the hair a little bit. Yeah, and it just has that little that hair just forms that layer that. It's not fully on your skin, so it's not quite as good. It's still good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's hard to explain. I know the feel. I don't really know how to describe it. <laughs> well, okay, okay. For me, with like regular tape gags, like the, like just around the mouth, like that, like I could usually kind of get my upper lip kind of loose because of like my mustache. Like, yeah, it's like I, I mean, I feel like unless I'm doing a super elaborate, like you know, covering my head kind of gag, like I can kind of struggle out of it of my beard a good trick for that is to push some air under your lip while you're getting tape so then when you get the air out of that it's gonna have that free space there so your lip is not that pushed with the tape gag oh okay i learned that with experience to be honest, you know? i'm like of course you would know that little trick <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah because i had to sometimes i had to spend so many hours tape gag and sometimes i didn't get to change the tape gag and you end with your lip totally sometimes bleeding like oh my fucking god it's been pushed for so many hours that i broke my lip <laughs> you know? yeah i find if i'm in a gag for a while the lip doesn't bleed but i'll like put pressure because if my lips are pressed up against my teeth yes i will sometimes have like little indents in like the inside of my mouth from my teeth yeah exactly that's it they're not painful they're just a bit you just feel a bit tender <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but also i like to feel comfortable if i'm gonna be gagged for a long time so so I got uh, my own tricks to spend the most of it. Yeah, you got to figure out what works so you can enjoy- get the most enjoyment out of it. 
Yeah, it's like, so, I mean, you've already brought up several kink events and stuff like that, but I mean, so do you have like a favorite kink event or, um, I don't know, something that you haven't mentioned that you'd like to talk about a little? Uh, I'm not really a person of uh, public events, but uh, after Folsom, I would like to try more. Um, I would love to go to London Fetish Week because I hear so many good things about it and a lot of friends went to the last one and they all said it was super fun and I like the all of different stuff you can find on those events. I also would love to go to Darklands because I also heard awesome things about it and because it's so different from the kink events on here as i mentioned the kink events here are really basic like the idea <laughs> most people here have about have about a fetish and be the same it's wearing a fucking harness and a job strap and go to a place to have sex in public <laughs> and it's like you can also do that on a cruising club you know don't have to be fetish yeah <laughs> but yeah then the times I traveled and went to events or stuff, it was so different, so enjoyable. Yeah, that's what I like uh, actually about those events. Like to see what people like to push out there, you know, it was super fun. In Folsom, it was awesome. It was so much better than I ever expected. I expected to be, I don't know, like a little kid in the middle of a huge crowd. I don't know. And it was super easy and super fun. I knew a lot of people from Instagram and old friends and made new friends. That's really, really fun for me. Like the social part of it, you know, then you can have fun in private or whatever. But the street fair with all the people around, super fun. Yeah. Can't wait for the next event, actually. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I, I was thinking it would be fun if you had come to something in America. Like, <laughs> I really would love to go to America like so, so much. I have some uh, friends there that would love to visit Australia first <laughs> <laughs> yeah Australia would be interested to a part of visiting you Shami because of the touristic part of Australia <laughs> I never saw a snake eating a crocodile while the crocodile is eating a koala or something you know <sighs> you know what I have seen one snake in my life so as long as you're not in the outback you should be fine <laughs> was it on your toilet no, it w I was just walking on the footpath and oh, I was like, is that, a, is that a fucking steak? Oh, okay, that's a steak. But then it hissed at me and I just, I kept walking. <laughs> I hate snakes so much. I have a trauma when I was a kid oh. in my grandmother's house on the country. It was like a road with a lot of tall grass that was dry. And I was playing with more kids to run and hide, you know, so I was like, ha ha. It will be super fun to hide there on that high grass. That seems so quiet and so high that I can't see what's on the floor. So I jumped inside there and it was full of snakes. Like, not huge snakes, but snakes, little, not poisonous snakes, of course, you know, like, but oh my fucking God, I got so scared that I got frozen and I couldn't move for some seconds. And in the moment that I could move, I just run away. Like, I didn't stop running till I lost the house of my grandma from the view. I don't know, but God, I hate snakes. 
I maybe wouldn't go to Australia just being afraid of fighting one walking on the streets, you know, like you said. I think you'd be okay. If you stick to the suburbs, you'll be fine. Yeah, we don't all keep pet snakes or there's no like random... Well, think about it. How would you say that is the king scene in Australia? Because I told you that in Madrid it's shit, but I want to know how it is in Australia. Yeah, it's an area that I haven't really discovered yet. <laughs> if that makes sense. I feel like the scene is very leather here mm-hmm. and not very bondage. Mm-hmm. So it's the same in almost every place. Yeah. Yeah, it's a small bondage community. I mean, because then you also have people that like ropes, but it's more like shibari, professional roping stuff, yeah. more than bondage itself. You know, like I think there's a huge difference between shibari and bondage. Like shibari is kind of more the visual and the artistic, also the technique that it's millinery or whatever, you know. And bondage, it's more about getting someone tied up, you know, and don't fucking move. <laughs> you know, also it's more playful, I think. I don't know. I say this because I didn't try a lot of shibari, but I don't know. The thing, the times that I tried, it was always like a bit cold, in my opinion. Like, oh, these people look like so focused on doing it and... <laughs> so professional I don't know you know except with Budabound with him was all fun but because he's 23 years old then he loves to have fun while doing suspensions or shibari or whatever but the rest of people that have done it it's like they don't say a fucking word dude they just focus on it they do the rope work then they look like so serious for the pictures like okay you don't have to tell me that you love me, but you can spank my butt or something. I don't know. Yeah, I get what you mean. Like it ha- Look, it has its time and place. Yeah. Some people like just the coldness of it, but if you want that kind of affection or intimacy, yeah, it might not be for you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because it's like with me, it's like one of the things I like is like the whole idea of, of abduction and like struggling and like things like that. And then like like Shibari is really, I mean, it's really good. It, you know, it's, it takes a lot of skill and practice whatever to do and it looks really pretty but that's not necessarily something where you know that's going to fit into an abduction fantasy or like struggling imagine the kidnappers getting the victim and saying like please can you stay quiet for a minute i'm trying to get this note on the right place please need concentration shut up Well, I guess that's like how I'm picky about how my gag is done or how the ropes are. And my husband's like, you know, if a kidnapper fucking was tying you up, they wouldn't be like, is your gag even enough? If I were a kidnapper for my kidnapping mate or whatever, it would be so frustrating. Like imagine getting the victim and he and he gags him while I'm driving the car or something. And I have to stop the car like, dude, you didn't gag him right. Stop the fucking car and this gag well done or whatever. And then the victim just looking around like, what the fuck? Is going on. <laughs> then again, if you are the victim, you're going to be getting tired. And you're like, that's not how you do it, Doc. Do it tighter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Also, imagine getting kidnapped. Like, that's not how you do a tape gag. <laughs> this is how you do a tape gag. <laughs> <laughs> you call that shit a gag? <laughs> yeah, let them, please let me do it myself. Or, or even if they like tie you up and they don't gag you and it's like, um, aren't you missing something? Like You're going to leave me like this? Come on. Yeah, that would be the worst. I will scream. That, that just reminds me of the, um, the when Zoidberg in Futurama is getting an autopsy and he's like, oh, if you saw that, I won't be able to speak. And then they start sawing faster. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, Albie, what made you realise you were into bondage? Spider-Man comics. Spider-Man comics, yeah. I mean, I figured it was that or Disturbia. That and the movies were, I guess, in the first signals, you know, like, oh, I like this, but uh, it always, at first it always seemed like just a fantasy, you know, just like something that needs on your mind, like, oh, this is such a fantasy to get tied up and gag or whatever, you know. But then when you get to try for the first time, it sometimes in really random moments, like the first time that I got to tie someone up, but with a friend from the school, and we were just playing, we were kids, you know, like, uh, there were several objectives, so it was like, oh, let's tape each other like idiots. You know, but that was the starting of something, I guess, because eventually we were growing up and we would still tie each other up, but never being something sexual, you know, it was just kind of like a game. And that was something that was always there, like between us, kind of like a little secret, like, oh, let's not tell about this to anyone because they will think it's weird or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, I came to Madrid, I don't remember where that guy went. But I don't know about him since then. Oh. Anyway, I hope he's uh, doing good. Yeah. Then I came to Madrid and I get my first bondage experiences. And because of the first ones weren't really good, I thought at first, like, well, maybe this is not something for me, you know, because you don't get what you thought it would be. But that's something that I say for everyone who is listening to it. Don't get the first experiences to push you out of it or to turn you off. You know, just keep trying you will find someone yeah that will give you a good experience and you would like to try again and again and again and again you know because that's what happened to me when I really find out that it was my thing was when I got to try real bondage with a person that really knew what he was doing well that's great I, I would say that I found out when I was like I don't know 12 years old or 8 years old because of the comics and movies and stuff but then I got to try it when I was 20 years old here in Madrid for the first time you know okay yeah it's funny because I I, I recently just thought of um bonded scene that I liked as a kid that I haven't I haven't really thought of in a while but it, it, it was in Goosebumps um the one when um the dad is like a botanist or something like that with plants and he he invents a plant that basically like becomes a human and basically steals his identity so you know so the whole I mean the whole episode is just structured like you know dad just seems weird like it, it doesn't seem like him you know he's not acting like himself and then later they go into the basement like where the dad has his lab like with his plants and shit and it turns out that the real dad was bound and gagged like in, in the basement and like I remember always liking that like yeah it's like I mean because that was something I saw at a fairly young age maybe like you know seven or eight or something and yeah it's like I remember just really liking that like the fact that you know for the whole episode that like this dad character is just like tied up in the basement and yeah I always remember that Aladdin scene in the cartoon movie I think that's that was the awakening for so many you know because I I with a lot of people that it's into gags that I talk they all know about that scene in the Aladdin movie you know when he gets gagged and then tied up and everything and it's like oh my god it's so so visual because you see the full process like oh my god look at it. <laughs> it's like that and the robin scene um in batman forever like so fucking hot that robin was hot as fuck yes i think everyone agrees on that yeah so uh what's your favorite kind of tape i'm gonna say classic duct tape but lately i'm trying 
more PVC tape. And I find out that there's colors you can pick that you can also find like a silver gray one that looks super awesome. Uh, so I'm ordering a box. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I tried it with Iron Leather Alpha and God, it was such a good gag. Like it looks so smooth and it gets so fit to your face and so, so good. You get that lip shape on the tape that I like a lot. And that's a good tape. I also like microphone, but it's not as useful as I thought it would be. Like it looks good and it's cool, but it's not really, it not really keeps you from talking, you know? Uh, like, cause I have, I've only used PVC tape a few times. The, the, the one that I remember the most right now is when I was chained to the bed. Um, I mean, like it's not really noticeable because of the angle and all of that. And I also had a, a head harness muzzle on, but um, underneath that I had like my mouth stuffed and a P white PVC wrapped around. And the thing that I remember about it is, you know, when I was untied and took everything off like the PVC left a layer of just like adhesive like on my skin and beard yeah it'll do that <laughs> I'm like constantly stuck with that layer of adhesive what's your favorite tape guys definitely PVC for me hands down because that is what I've known as duct tape so I've always used PVC it's only in the last year or so that I've tried the cloth duct tape I have not been able to get my hands on any microphone here so I haven't tried it I would like to try it just to see what all the fuss is about but yeah yeah for now it's just good old pvc tape i love the smell of it yeah that's something that i say to a lot of people like if you're into gags try try to try to try some microphone <laughs> but if you really try it i don't think it worth the money that it cost because it's also really fucking expensive for the size of the world i can use it like a couple times and it's over <laughs> <laughs> it was like almost 20 fucking euros a fucking tiny roll where's this shit you know yeah I mean I did yeah it's like I did run out of microphone like after this past summer with how many times I used it yeah sorry for that <laughs> That's the thing I was thinking. If it's worth it, I'm happy to pay for yeah. like top dollar for it. I just don't want to buy something and then it'd be cheap. Yeah. Okay, so to answer your question, so yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I, I feel like Captured Guys is like very, like, responsible for this but i really love athletic tape like i just love how i first of all i just love um like white gags like white cloth gags white tape gags white rope yeah um yeah it's like and so i like athletic tape because it's usually you know like a white kind of beige mm -hmm. sort of color and then i also like that it looks like fabric like so it looks a lot like a detective gag but it's tape and yeah, it's still pretty effective. I never thought of that. <laughs> I'm like, I love getting people into athletic tape. And I'm like, the thing is, you can also just find it anywhere, like at a pharmacy or, or something. Like, you know, it's not like microphone where... Yeah, less, like it's uh, way more easy to get, right? Yeah. And I think it also adds to like the realness kind of aspect of like for a set or something, because anybody can just have it. Like it's, you know, you can just have it as a like bandage wrap or whatever. And yeah, and I could tell that like Paul from, um, captured guys really seems to like it because i mean and a lot of early captured guys he uses it um there's even that story of where he gagged like a guy at his gym like with like athletic tape like oh. like kind of pretending that he was like gonna wrap it around himself or something but when the guy came he's gonna put a strip over his mouth <laughs> that's hard also the guy that organized the bondage camp that it's uh, pedro he has like a telegram channel where he shares his videos for free just saying he loves the classic over the mouth gags with clothes or big socks or 
big uh, rugs. Okay. He also loves that tape, the athletic tape, like looks so really good if you like that kind of gags because it gives it this classic look, but you know, it's tape as not tape. I think I've tried athletic tape once. There was a guy years and years ago, maybe fuck, maybe 10 years ago now that I think he tied me to his bed and he only used a strip because that's what he had on hand or any thought it'd be more effective. I mean, it was back in the early days when I would settle for a strip of tape. So I didn't exactly struggle against it to check its effectiveness. Yeah. Now you've got me intrigued and I think I might have to give that a go, even if I just use it for a video. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. I mean, it's it's cheap. It's usually pretty eff- effective. I mean, it's I mean it's best, I'm going to say, with, with your mouth stuffed, but I feel like it's still pretty, it's still pretty good, even if your mouth isn't stuffed. Like, hang on, hang on, hang on. Are you talking about tape or are you talking about me? Best with the mouth stuff, cheap but effective. I was talking about tape. <laughs> Cheap but effective. That's how you think about yourself. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that describes me. So <laughs> I also describe my desserts and myself the same way. Unappealing to look at, but tasty. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I guess the next is I guess what tape do you think is best for gags? Like I guess for sealing the mouth, for you know, using with beards, using without beards, I guess things like that. So for keeping your mouth shut, I tried uh, with a new friend I made in Folsom this uh, take derm tape I don't know how to pronounce it yeah it's so fucking good like oh my god it keeps your lips so fucking sticky, you know, like it's impossible to separate, especially if you're shaved, because if you have some mustache, maybe you can get to get out of it. But if you're shaved, it's impossible to get rid of it. And it feels so good. It's like you're wearing nothing, you know, because you can see all this stuffing and everything. So that's definitely really good. <laughs> but I like more visual guys. So anything shiny, silvery or gray, like that silver PVC tape, it's just so good. And PVC is just so good for gagging because it's like really elastic and then it gets tighter. I don't know. Also got to be careful with it because sometimes it gets too tight. Yeah. yeah. But it's really good. And for people that it's beer, I would recommend the bed wrap uh, because it's not sticky for your bed. It only sticks over itself and then just cover it with duct tape or whatever other tape you like. But it will keep your bed safe. And if you just don't give a fuck about how sticky it is or how much it will hurt you when you rip it off, just get some Gorilla tape because that's terrible to rip off. But it's really effective, you know. I do want to try Gorilla tape. But again, it comes down to the price. I'm happy to pay if it's effective, but if it's going to be shit, then I don't want to. Oh, it hurts. It hurts so, so much. Like, fuck, it's good when you're good because it's really sticky and really effective tape. But fuck, just stick it off. It's hurtful. I'm used to that kind of pain, but it's like, fuck. Yeah, I have some Gorilla tape, but I think I'm only going to use it for like mummification or something. Like, yeah, exactly. With, yeah, like with like plastic wrap, like, you know. Exactly. Obviously, for me, it's PVC. Just, it's what I know. It's what I like the feel of on my face. You, you, yeah, it's like you like, well, and then also I just learned that about PVC with mummification of that there is such a thing as too tight with it. And then it like becomes like unbearable. Like, 
Yeah, I don't use PVC for mummification. I use the kick cloth stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, because um, when I played with Storage Gimp, when I um, mummified him, he wanted to do it with PVC tape because he just really loved how it looked when uh, Ropes and Whatnots did it. And so, yeah, so that's what he wanted to do. And yeah, like I, I kind of... I don't know. I noticed the texture of it. Like, it looks really interesting when you see a lot of it together like that, like in mummification. Yeah, because it looks super smooth and tight. It shapes the body really good. But it's what you say, it gets so tight at some point that it's really... It gets everything comfortable. Yeah. I mean, look, I can't say that I've actually tried it for mummification, but I know it's so much heavier than a cloth tape as it is. Like, even if you take your fists, it's a bit much. So it's. I don't think it's something I will try. As I've said many a times on this show, the cloth mummification the first time I did it was tight enough because I sucked my gut in. So I don't need to further complicate it by adding PVC tape. <laughs> Okay, so I mean, so we talked a little bit about mummification, but yeah, it's like, I guess, what would be the best tape for mummification? I think the classic duct tape, it's good. It's the one that I used to get for mummification, like big rolls are one big roll. It's enough for a single mummification. It's comfortable. It do not get tighter as PVC tape. And for me that I like that silver color, I like it. Also, you can get black duct tape or other colored duct tape if you like. Yeah. So yeah, it was a formification. The best one is yeah, classic duct tape. Yeah. I have to say, I haven't been able to get my hands on like the big rolls of black tape. I can get the gray one. I can get black PVC, but not black cloth duct tape. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely the best for mummification. The thing about duct tape is that it could keep its shape. Like around Halloween, somebody shared a video of me, uh, shared a video with me um, of like, you know, a DIY like Halloween thing. And a guy got like made a decorative mummy and basically he got mummified in it. And then it got cut out and then like he stuffed it and like kind of decorated it to make it look like a mummy. And okay, the, the, friend, the friend that shared it with me is like, oh, I think you'd be into this. And I was just kind of like, I wish I would have gagged him. Like, it's like, I know it's a DIY thing and whatever. It's not kinky at all. But like, come on, (laughs) you have them wrapped up in duct tape, like. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i know i've seen a few diy videos that i'm like why can't you add a gag at the end to show that their job is complete <laughs> i mean they could have made you know they could have made like a head for the mummy or something like yeah well i love those gags that you take off and you keep having the shape of it kind of like you can reuse it again <laughs> or you can keep it and keep it as a trophy <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> remember to use cling wrap or glad wrap or serene wrap or whatever you call it use it as you guys all know, in one of my recent modification videos, I was like, ah, oh, we'll just try it without. I'm wearing a singlet. I'm wearing shorts. We don't need the quick wrap. That was a big mistake. Because <laughs> the time before, I got so sweaty that I was like, oh, it came relatively loose anyway. This time, no. It was the cling wrap that made me hot and sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, better to get covered in plastic before they get the tape on you. Yes. Things will get sticky. Okay, like, I mean, this isn't about tape, but, like, a mummification that I really want to try is a rope mummification of like having that much like rope like on me that 
like a mummified. Yeah, like in a cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> with a big white cloth gag and yeah. Yeah, I think that looks interesting to try. <laughs> yeah, I would like to try that too. <laughs> I feel like mummifying with tape is really simple. Like, I mean, because it's just wrapping tape around something. It's like, yeah, like I'm like, I feel like the real talent comes with like, yeah, like being able to use that much rope and it, you know, being effective and tight and all of that, like for mummification. But yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there's also the challenge in doing a tape mummification of making it look more smooth and not like really messy, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Actually, I think when you're doing mummification, the person that is doing it ends more tired than the person that gets mummified. <laughs> <laughs> Although Brandon actually said he didn't mind it. He found it easier than a hog tie. Because <laughs> you just got to wrap tape. You don't have to worry about knots or anything. No, I mean, that was one thing, like with using tape, like with uh, the times I've taped up storage gimp, like that was like something that, that yeah, that was something that I discovered. It's like, okay, so I like tape because it's easy and and it's like really quick like it, it doesn't take that much time to you know get somebody pretty restrained and you don't have to put as much like thought into it as like you know doing knots and shit like that like yeah yeah that's it's very true you just wrap and you're done yeah totally in terms of regular just restraining people with tape not mummification i find pvc and cloth tech tape are an interesting combination oh yeah i found that out by chance when i was doing a video and i thought oh do the pvc and then just wrap a bit of cloth duct tape over it just for a little bit more effectiveness I really didn't think it would make much of a difference but I thought oh, it adds like an extra element to it holy fuck I couldn't get out of it because you know with PVC you stretch it like I will pull my wrists yeah. apart and eventually if I put enough force behind it the tape will rip with it yeah cloth rips it doesn't stretch but you combine the two you can't fucking stretch it you can't fucking rip it <laughs> wow oh my god i have to try that yeah Yeah. because something i've been kind of wanting to like i've been wanting to like because i don't like i i I would get mummified once but it's not really something i'm seeking out that much but i would like to just get taped up like not completely covered but like you know you know in an outfit i like and something like that and like taped to a chair or something um and yeah i'm like that's that's something i want to consider now for that like yeah yeah. yeah, that's something that I will never have thought about. You guys should definitely give it a go. And now I need to try it again because I only did it that one time. Uh, like how and how are you tied with that? Like, well, in that particular video, I was hog taped, but it was only my wrists that had PVC and cloth. I think the rest of it was just PVC. So I was able to get everything else pretty loose. Like I was by that point, I think it was just my hands taped and maybe my feet, maybe my torso. I can't remember. I'd have to go back and look at the video. But yeah, I just could not fucking get it. <laughs> and it was a, an escape challenge too. So it, I think it took me like half an hour to get out. That was a good challenge. Yeah, I was just lucky it was summer. So I got really fucking sweaty with all the struggling, freaking out. And Oh my God, this is something we should do like with like a bondage camp. Like that would be so much fun. <laughs> like a challenge. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so the last thing I have here is just, I don't know, like a list of different tapes or whatever, and just kind of, I don't know, talking about if they're good or bad. I mean, I don't know. So I feel like we've touched on most of these, like duct tape, athletic tape, um, tegaderm, microfoam, uh, stuff like that. But I don't know. It's like, there's just other tapes that, I mean, so like masking tape, it, it, it uh, like, I mean, I'm just going to say like masking tape isn't really that great. No, <laughs> 
but I, I think I always like the look of it because it's like now that I think of it, it's like, well, I like like white duct tape. I love athletic tape. I love things like that. And masking tape looks like that, but it's shitty. So like, I feel like athletic tape is just, is just you know, the, the better masking tape. Like yeah. <laughs> the, the story that I told in Rowan's episode um, about doing self bondage on my bed and getting stuck to it. Um, I was gagged with masking tape for that. That's <laughs> something I remember. Yeah, I, I remember I did try it with masking tape a few times when I was young just because that was what I could get my hands on yeah. it's obviously not very good but yeah it would be better than nothing if you were desperate for a gagging then there's something I would like to ask you like how white do you like to tape to be because there's like this double white side uh, tapes um, like there's a certain size that it covers from right under the nose to the chin that it's like the perfect size for a tape gag and when it's it for the first time it felt like maybe the person that created it was creating it thinking about getting someone gagged you know because gags are the only thing tapes are good for <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> like it is though yeah. <laughs> well, that's an interesting question because i've had my hands on tape that i think like i don't i don't know how big the regular one is i think the regular size is about 48 millimeters yeah and i've had my hands on wider ones that cover pretty much the whole mouth but i've never been able to fucking buy them the only ones i can find in store are the 48 millimeter ones yeah oh, I, I never could get it in a shop where everything that I wanted to get like a white duct tape roll I have to get it on Amazon or Aliexpress or whatever but always on the internet yeah I'm like I'm kind of disappointed that like the only time I used extra wide duct tape is like like I had the head harness muzzle on over it so you can't really see it but yeah it's like because yeah like because I know someone who has that super thick duct tape yeah like when the person takes off the tape roll and it's half of your head and you're like oh wow this is really fun I, like for me with my tape i like it i i do kind of like it when it, it it could just be the perfect width to like cover your mouth like yeah like i i don't know i mean because i i do like wraparounds i don't mind you know covering up the chin and everything but i do like just like that look of when there's like just enough just to go over like the lips and yeah it always looks good you, know, you can probably still see a little bit under the nose like yeah some casual look i mean i agree with you there but now that alberta brings it up i'm really fixated on getting some extra wide duct tape i feel like from this episode you're writing like a lot of things down like huh like i, I should buy this or i should do this. yeah i should try this you're gonna get out of this with a list of things to try writing things down would be the smart thing to do but i haven't done any of that so i've already forgotten half of what we've spoken about it's recorded like it's well yeah i'll edit this and then i'll write something down and then i will never look at the notes <laughs> I've done that with other episodes. I think it might have been Nick's episode. I was like, oh, I can do that. And I wrote it down. And then I never looked at those notes after I edited the episodes. <laughs> They're saved somewhere. Okay, so the next on my list is Scotch tape. It, I mean, it's another shitty one, but you could just find it anywhere. Like in the house, like growing up, I remember loving the first time I gagged myself with, with Scotch tape. And then when I took it off and you could kind of see like a mark for my lips, like on it. Like I remember that was something that, and then also just kind of seeing crust lips under it kind of is it like that brown tape for packing boxes yeah yeah or it's clear sometimes like it has like no color and oh yeah it, it has like it's charm you know like it's something we all try it because it's like the easiest 
uh, to find whatever, like fucking boxes or anything. Yeah. I mean, it's really shit quality. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But I've used clear tape twice. Once was because someone kept requesting socks stuffed in the mouth with clear tapes and you can see like the socks. Um, and then another time I did it with, with a not a bandana and then clear tape. Um, a guy that I, a kinky guy that I, I talked to for, you know, while I was in college, like we just had a long distance thing. He lived in London. Um, I remember he really fucking loved, like, cause I had clear duct tape and he always just loved like that, like of how it's, you know, pretty much as good as duct tape. And I mean, it still has the little grid things that like duct tape has, but you could see my lips and everything under it. And I remember he was just so fascinated with that. Cause I don't think he, he like he said, he couldn't find it like, in, you know, living in, in the UK mm. and yeah, like he would always request that I would take pictures like of myself gagged with that. <laughs> I haven't seen clear duct tape. Oh my God. I haven't used it in forever. Like, but yeah, I mean, I have some, like I tried clear PVC tape. It's just amazing. Oh, see, I didn't even know you could get that. That's what I want to try. Yeah. So you don't have video and then uh, you needed to try it so there are a couple of walls and it's just amazing like it gets so tight and you keep uh, getting to see the socks or the stuff in the mouth okay. but it's really tight because it's PVC tape and also the texture it's just fucking amazing no I definitely need to get my hands on some of that <laughs> so I need athletic tape I need clear PVC and I need wide duct tape are you making a list of things I'm just making a mental list and tegaderm I've been saying that since we had gas on the show but I need to get some tegaderm mm-hmm. and microphone <laughs> and gorilla why don't I just fucking take the whole hardware aisle the tape aisle and the hardware store just any kind of tape that you can find like I mean because there's like a lot of medical tapes there's a lot of like hardware tapes I mean I've also got scotch the brown scotch tape just because I was doing an online shop and had to spend a certain amount to get free postage because you save money but like by that right more on logic I'll buy extra stuff so I save money by paying no postage but no it was mostly stuff that I needed so it was okay but I haven't used that yet I mean I know it'll be just like the clear it'll be shit quality but it might look good yeah it's it's a nice look like I noticed people use those a lot for like military uniform sets like I think I think like brown tape just kind of just kind of goes with that like you know greenish camouflage kind of look like why did I think you were gonna say camel toe then (laughs) (laughs) greenish camel toe I am not going to get off sleep. <laughs> All right, let's get to this week's viewer question. This question comes from Bondage Guy Switched. So how often do you actually gear up and play compared to how often you post? Because from Instagram, it would look like we all play and gear up a lot. So normally I get to tie up a couple guys almost every week because uh, as I mentioned it's easy to get uh, someone that it's up to try it uh, what I would like to get more is people that is actually into it but yeah it's not hard to find people to tie up what it's hard is to find people that will tie you up yeah so yeah. maybe I get tied up a couple times in a month but I can get a guy tied up twice in a week I would like it to change a bit <laughs> like make it opposite you know but I can't complain to be honest like I remember on the first years it was really hard to find people just to do anything uh, bondage or fetish and now it's just easy because of Twitter or Instagram or Recon like we have 
so many apps to find people that is into the same stuff. And yeah, if you are social and you know how to move, it's not hard to get to do what you like whenever you have a good chance to do it. Yeah. Also, it's easier that I recently moved with a good king friend and living with a king person always makes easier the possibility of meeting other king people on your place. Like no judgment, no problems or anything you have to explain. Yeah. Like, oh, those weird noises of tape ripping off coming out of my room. Uh, I was just packing a box. <laughs> Why is there always so much tape in the trash? <laughs> yeah exactly okay i love that you bring that up because yeah like with the gag request videos i did like this past summer i was constantly filling up like a little waste basket i had with tape like it would all just be tape like all that was on my face like <laughs> but did your partner ever bring anything up when he found tape not really i mean he did walk in on me with like still with like you know gag materials like on me and everything and he, he didn't under like it's funny because I feel like it was so bizarre because it was just a crazy ass gag that like basically my whole head most of my head was covered so my ex thought I was cosplaying and didn't know that I was doing something kinky Oh, that's good, I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, he realized it eventually when, like, I couldn't talk. And, yeah, like, I mean, it was also after we had broken up. So it was, okay. yeah, um, I guess, you know, yeah, like, I guess it was a matter of time for him to, to see me doing something like that before I moved out. <laughs> well, yeah, I assume he knew you were a kinky fucker. And also, by that point, you were broken up. So you didn't know him anything. Like, yeah. So in regards to Bondage Guy Switch's question... How would you answer that, Matt? How would you say you play compared to post? I mean, so I get a lot of play because I live less than a block away from, you know, the guy I've been playing with most of the times. And he he dominates me more than submits uh, to me. But um, yeah, it's like, and I'm like, he just doesn't always take pictures and videos of what we do. So that, that's not a top priority of his. Yeah. Yeah. So I, most of the times when we play, we're just playing. If anything comes out of it then good i'll post it but yeah yeah fair enough so with us it's really hard to say because of the stuff i post generally when i'm filming that or taking photos it's more of a work thing whereas often I've, there won't be photos or videos when we do it just for recreational purposes so it is a lot more that i post because you know i am committed to posting a weekly video whereas recreationally it might be once a month give or take sometimes it's more often sometimes it's less that being said if i'm filming a hogtail video I might get left in it for a bit afterwards but it's still not quite as good as the ones the sessions where it's just for us <laughs> and there's just a little bit of a difference between making sure it looks good on camera and going back to what we said earlier who cares it's no one's gonna see it it's how effective it is yeah yeah I mean I th that's kind of what I like about the stuff that I do sometimes I might add a story or some shit to it but I mean I like just kind of capturing whatever comes out from just having fun with somebody and then oh look this you know seems interesting to share on Instagram and you know and people like it like um, people really like the surveillance like kind of shit that I've posted and I hope to do more of that soon I hope you do as well <laughs> alright Mr. Alberto do you have any questions for us? Uh, when are you coming to visit? Oh, what of you? <laughs> I don't even have a passport to be honest Okay, here's my dilemma. I am going to have a hell of a time getting a passport because for some fuck knows why reason, here in Australia, 
if you're born after 1986, you not only need to provide your birth certificate, you need a parent's birth certificate to get a passport. Well, I have no fucking idea why, but here I am, no contact with my family for over seven years now. I think I have to apply for some citizenship certificate. Like, it's just some bullshit. I was born in this country. I've lived here for 30 years and yet I can't get a fucking passport. I can get anything else like Medicaid card, fucking driver's license, but not a passport. Good luck with that then. I'm like, what, what does anyone get out of you not being able to leave? Like, I don't understand. I know you think they'd want to get rid of me. <laughs> I guess we need to go to Australia then. Yes. So, I mean, that being said, yeah, I would like to eventually go overseas. With Brendan, I've always said we would like to go to the States. This was before COVID. So, yeah. Obviously, that kind of puts a wrench in things. But maybe if when things ease off, yeah. I think my father-in-law was going to have a wedding in Ibiza, so that could still be on. Don't know if that'll happen in the foreseeable future, but yeah. Someday we all will get together. Yes. We will have a huge bondage tape party, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. Do you have any final words, Alberto? Anything you want to say to our listeners? Uh, Keep listening to this podcast because it's uh, really good for you guys. Yes, listen to the podcast. It's good for your health. It will open your minds a lot. Listen to these guys. They know what they talk about. Oh, thank you, Albie. Everyone listen to what he says. And thanks for inviting me, guys. It has been really fun. No, thank you for being on. Yeah. Anytime. All right. So that's the end of our discussion with Alberto. Thank you again for joining us. My pleasure to be here. (laughs) Yeah, it was great to have you. I'm glad we finally got to do this. I'm glad to come back, whatever. How would you do that? Okay, so until next time, um, I'm Nat. And I'm Sammy. And this is The Bondage Gaze. Have a great night, guys.